Welcome back to Good Vibes with Jason B. And I just got off the phone and did a show with Patrick from We Live on a Planet. I'm going to post that here in just a moment or so. So first of all, let me just apologize for any of the background noises, things that crashed. I was recording at my home. I'm doing work at my home at the moment at the same time. So forgive me for some of the feedback. Uh, we did record some of an episode a little bit before and... Um, somehow we got caught off and then we uh, just reconvened so um, for those of you who do not listen to we live on a planet go visit uh, patrick uh, on his station here on anchor you can also find him on apple podcasts spotify uh, google play and other platforms that you can hear podcasting on so um, without any further ado here we go with patrick back again <laughs> yeah you yeah. know you know what it's funny uh you were talking about the audio right before we got cut out and you said you know i think it's pretty groovy how your wife set you up with that uh audio you know the my sound system right before we got cut out i ended up unplugging because i kept getting a lot of feedback so i apologize if people were hearing we were getting a little bit of feedback here in my end from my wife i have a cord uh-huh. That I don't, it just makes so much feedback noise. So I ended up uh, unplugging it and I'm barefoot right now. So I'm just going right on my phone, not using any headphones. I'm just barefoot audio the way uh, the way most people use it right now anyway. So yeah, that was weird. It was just kind of weird. We were talking about it and I was having issues. And then we ended up having issues where we got kicked out by Anchor. So it happens. Yeah, I, I've, you know what? Um, there's only been a couple of people who've actually reached out to me to want to uh, record an episode um to say anything and um i think it's some people feel like it's it can be intrusive like there has to be a way where they can connect pre-connect before they connect i guess right you know and as some people are like i remember aunt capone he was talking about an episode where someone called him at two o'clock in the morning and it was a woman's voice and it pissed off his wife and i was like well shut off your phone <laughs> it's that <laughs> simple you know i mean i turn off my phone that's one of the things that i believe in is um when you're going to bed don't create more anxiety but having any electronics around you and uh, yeah. having a phone off is a great relief you know and especially with my girl she's like a conspiracy theorist she's like you know don't have too many like too much electronics the big brothers listen i'm like okay i don't want to go down that road they can listen to me I, they can listen to me anyways i you know i always say that if anybody wants something of mine they can take because there's nothing really to take <laughs> you know? yeah i definitely feel so what so what is it like right now out in el swigo i mean is it it's it, cold it's yeah, really it's cold chilly. yeah it's chilly today we had a storm come through a couple of days ago which was kind of a little rare for us to get uh, snow that early not that we haven't we've had snow on Halloween and everything but we got a fair amount uh, in one day over a foot but it's almost all gone now but it's real chilly and Thanksgiving's supposed to be uh, really really chill, like in the 20s mm-hmm. Fahrenheit you know so uh, yeah it's chilly it's dreary it's damp I'm right at the lake shores Lake Ontario isn't far from where we live and Lake Ontario is beautiful freshwater big big lake and grew up grew up you know I 
grew up uh, on on that like learning how to water ski on it and fish and all that stuff i've never been out to the great lakes it's one of the uh places places i well actually i mean like i said i've i've traveled the world and i was in the navy for about uh, four to six years and uh i've seen a lot of the world but um you know there's just some places in the country that i would really love to see um and definitely great lakes is one of them Right. you know and it's just like the different part well my big thing right now i guess would be higher rating on the bucket list would be to see the northeast during the fall before the snow hits seeing those right. uh those leaves change and seeing that the people you know i'm a people watcher like every now and then i'll just sit down i'll sit down in a park and i'll just kind of zone out and you just watch people doing their thing and it's not like i'm trying to be like a spy or nothing but you just kind of observe people being people you know yeah i think the humans well first of all thank you for your service in the navy I do oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and the northeast is absolutely beautiful in the fall you're, you're right it's gorgeous you know i think that being born and raised here a lot of times wherever you're from people tend to take it for granted you know what i mean like if you're right where you live when i when i went out there when i got sober i couldn't believe how beautiful uh california was and i knew it was but when there were certain areas that i was like wow so i think we all take it for granted where we're from but your people watching thing i think that i i i do that too i the human species is a very interesting creature to observe and watch and we're very strange and we're unique and but yeah, so similar. And I think that we'll do that to either maybe to see similarities in ourselves, or who knows why we do that. But I, you're right. I, people watching something that is very entertaining. <laughs> it, it can be. I mean, I've seen arguments. I've seen kids. I think that, you know, watching my daughters play in the parks, you know, and, and different mm-hmm. things. It, it's just an amazing, like to remember I was there at one time too. And, right. And one of the one of the things that a lot of the I guess you could say positive thinkers or motivational speakers is is never forget to play. You know, you need to play at least for your longevity, for your human spirit. And definitely with my girls, I do that. You know, I'm a dad who it's like my 11 year old when we've been swimming year round. And sometimes I'll get in the pool. I'm like, hey, Bella, you know, you're you're not cutting the mustard. You know, you want to make your B times. This is what you got to do. This is what you're doing. And, and get in the pool and, and, you know, working out with her and swimming as opposed to, you know, like just the other night here, um, my niece's kids came over to play with my daughter and I was watching them and they were, they were playing hide and go seek. And then I said, I'll tell you what, I'll play hide and go seek with you. And for a good half hour we were playing one game they could not find me and they thought it was like the most amazing thing that an adult would uh would do that you know and, yeah and i'm like you know you just can't forget to play so you know definitely at, i mean people watching playing reading it, it kind of just breaks up the seriousness and monotony of of life you know right. what i mean and so and that that's going to also touch on another point patrick patrick i've noticed you changed a lot since i first started listening to you in podcasting what is the greatest gift that you've received from podcasting that has helped improve your person i think 
uh, I've gotten, and you're right though, I have changed a lot, uh, or the show has, and everything has changed. I'm always learning, always evolving on the show and trying to, to keep an open mind always. You know, my thing is that I, I, it sounds so corny and it's not my quote, you know, that my topic is be curious, not judgmental. That's Walt Whitman and that's the way I'm trying to strive. But what I've really for myself, one of the main things that I got out of this was the ability to uh, open up about my mental health illness because I've always just been ashamed of that, held it real close to me and didn't really want to share it because I just don't want to be judged and it's got that stigma. And to be able to talk about it on my podcast gives me a lot of uh, solace and a little bit of um, freedom, I guess, from feeling judged. And, and what is, what, there has to have been some kind of conclusion outside of that. What have you come to, do you feel that people really aren't judging you the way that you think, you know? Um, I, I don't know. Cause I still am always at that constant struggle because just because it does feel good and therapeutic for me, it doesn't take away all my other symptoms that are there from, uh, from my mental health disorder. But I just, I think that I, we all I think everybody, regardless, even even if you've never been diagnosed or anything, we're always worried about what other people are thinking. I well, I for me, I can't speak for everybody, but I think that I've always struggled with uh, either judgment or wanting some kind of I, I don't know. I've said on my show more than once, you know, say there's a hundred people in a room and ninety nine like me and one doesn't. I I'll put that energy on that one person as opposed to being happy with the 99 that accept me for who I am so I'm always looking for acceptance I guess but I'm trying to I'm getting older too because that helps it changes it definitely changes when you when you get older you know um I suffer from PTSD anxiety and depression and you you're definitely not alone you know I think we all suffer from some sort of mental disorder whether it was natural or whether it was just developed over time and I can tell you one thing for sure is um do you ever hear that that saying it's like if you're to do public speaking imagine you were naked and everyone else is dressed in a room of course yeah you know and one of the things is um i instead i i like you i worry about doing it right doing and saying something right and i finally just got to the point i'm like well you know what whether people are listening or watching I'm going to be exactly the way I am. And, you know, I always have my girlfriend to remind me, Jason, you're going overboard or Jason, you're doing this, you know, but it's like, that's the part that makes me unique, even through my struggles, you know, because sometimes I'll go through some serious doubts and I'll just want to clam up or, or I get, you know, I, I watch myself like it would be so easy for me to start drinking and become an alcoholic because those traits are automatically there like self-medication can just i can take you down to a hole you don't want to be and then when you have to dig yourself out it's even worse you know and i've watched it with my dad and i watched it with so many relatives so one of the things was it's like okay i got a 10 year or 11 year old and i got a one year old I can't, I can't fail right now. So you know what? Sometimes it's just like turning off the volume or turning off the power button on whatever is fueling me. And um, definitely, I feel you. But I'm going to tell you right now as a compliment. 
the things that I've observed about you, Patrick, is is that you used to constantly worry about the mistakes you were making on air, and I hear those a lot less. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I messed up, man. You know, I hope you guys don't. You start saying those things less, so you have definitely changed. You know, you have definitely. And if you go back and listen to some of your stuff, like probably go back in the last seven episodes and look at the common denominator, it's getting less and less and less. And it's just slowly working itself out. And it's kind of like, I, I think I kind of gave you a little bit of advice way, way back when, you know, months ago. And it really has, I can see it and I hear it. And it's like, it's like you're totally comfortable, like you're in this imperfect world of misfits and we're all misfits so it's okay for us to be misfit like you know and and that's the beautiful thing so um you definitely made some trips out to the west coast now you did say that you went out to get sober here in california but you were just out in oregon visiting your friend Mm -hmm. yeah and did you notice any kind of similarities from you know being in oregon to being in the east coast you know because Oregon is not like California. It's definitely not hot. It definitely right. get, it gets humid. It, it's foresty, and uh, but there's still a level of metropolitan kind of, I guess, vibe or feel. Did you see any similarities when you were out there, or what? Yeah, I, I mean, from the travel and I've or I've done, I think that we all it's the landscape's just a little different where you're at, but we're all. I see commonness with a lot of the people I end up meeting because if I'm going out in that area to go see a friend, my friend, his friends that he met are going to kind of have some similarities anyways, you know? And so, but the, the landscape wise, it looked, uh, there were certain parts reminded me of the Adirondack mountains, but the trees were just a lot taller and bigger in Oregon than they are in the Adirondacks. But yeah, I, um, it was a bigger town. Uh, Bend is where I was at. And oh, Bend, Oregon. That's Bend. a pretty awesome place. Yeah. yeah, that's where my friend is. And uh, the largest city next to me is Syracuse, New York. And Bend is larger. Oh, so. wow. Syracuse. Now, that was one of the colleges um, way back when, when I was in high school. They were trying to offer me a scholarship Uh uh, an academic scholarship to come out and I turned it down and it was one oh, of the ones I would bad. I turned it down with so many others just to join the Navy I was so overwhelmed I, I was a really good athlete um, I had an offer to go to West Point I had an offer to go to um, University of Kansas University of Pacific UCLA San Diego State and a number of others and I just said forget it I mean, I don't, I'm not ready for college I'm not going to go waste money you know, for uh, but Syracuse was definitely it had my attention. Yeah. You know. What were you? What sport were you? Oh, well, I was in track and field and cross country. Okay. Um, I've been twice over a state champion in um, in those sports um, in specific races uh, for track and field. But um, yeah, it's I I don't know. I just my whole life changed. In high school, I mean, it was like, okay, I want to not be poor. I'm going to strive to work really hard to go to a good college. And then I found out I had a natural talent for running. And then somehow I just got all mixed up with 
the sports and the politics of sports. And I just said, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to go see the world before I even make a decision about, you know, competing in a career. Because if track and field and cross country ain't paying me, uh, I need to, my parents were kicking, my mom was kicking me out at 18. She even told me, she's like, hey, as soon as you graduate, <laughs> guess what, son, you're, you're out. And it, it, and it was the best thing for me, right. to be honest with you. But yeah, I went and joined the Navy and uh, I saw the world. I got to see things that it would cost people tens of thousands of dollars to go see the same places. Oh, absolutely. What do you think, um, what do you think your biggest take of the Navy was? It's the place, because like you said, you know, you're right. You can see so much, but is there one one or two things that really that you say is my biggest take from the Navy? Oh, there's lots of takes for me. Um, considering I was a Navy corpsman, which is basically equivalent of emergency room nurse, an RN. Okay. Um, a corpsman is really responsible for a lot of the battlefield traumas. Like, this guy will go out with a Marine platoon, and he's the medic. Usually... The Marine Corps, right, they don't, right. they have their medics, but they rely on Navy medics or corpsmen and they train just, just as much, just as hard. I mean, you can ask almost any Marine, Hey, a corpsman is like, he's your best friend, you know, when shit hits the fan. So, and it's true because, um, I have seen some things and been through some things that, um, were tougher than they should have been. And I woke me up to violence. It woke me up to, uh, you know, like being so like want to fight, you know, it's like after you've been through um, a war atmosphere or battle atmosphere, you're wanting to resolve things with your fists or a gun or a knife is a lot less. But I guess the biggest takeaway was is that I learned how to work in the Navy. I really did. Yeah, you have to work together. Huh? Yeah, in, in the Navy, we were just talking about this in my men's group at church. Um, we were talking, we're on this book called Every Good Endeavor, and it's kind of about how work is a staple in our life and how we minister, how we look. And it's kind of, it, it's supposed to be a Christian book, but I'll be honest with you, it's, it's a really philosophical book of the approaches in life and the Navy, as I was talking to my fellow men's group members, a lot of them were in the service and they're saying, why is it that we can work so well together without objection or worrying about our opinions going to hurt someone and we just get the job done. And that's one of the things that I pride myself in my job. I stay dedicated. I do it well. You know, um, I don't need pats on the back. You know, I just, at the end of the day, it's like my value in my work is a great reward. And the Navy definitely installed that in me. It definitely taught me that. And I don't know. I just, I mean, when you go to countries, I mean, I've been to Asia, I've been to Africa, I've been to the Middle East, I've been to Europe. When you see different peoples with all different walks of life, we're, we're all just basic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you put the religious and the politics aside. We all hurt. We all get happy. We all get angry. We all get sad. We all have problems. You know? Yeah. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I did. Uh, I didn't. No, it's okay. Throat, 
<laughs> let me clear my throat. Um, I I did an interview the other day. Well, just kind of a talk with my friend uh, who lives in Turkey, and we met through playing a video game, and we have just the same wants and same likes and all these things that are and everything is set aside when him and I talk no politics no religion none of that because he doesn't get involved with what's going on really in his country as, as much as I do there's nothing you can really do but be in that country anyway so even as an American citizen there's only so much you can do and same as in being a Turkish citizen there's only so much you can do so I don't hold anything that he's Turk and he doesn't hold anything that I'm American and we just have the same common like you know like that every the book every good endeavor we just have that same we want the same yeah well it's just so funny that you mentioned that i had somebody call me from australia um that is not normally a listener or and it's not somebody i follow but i'm gonna follow them and they said something like hey man we're like i i forget i think it was variety episode 11 or 12 and I just started playing disco beats mixed with some other stuff. And they were like, in my country, I love listening to that stuff. And I'm like, you know, and it's like, it's so interesting that you can see our music be like the vehicle of connection, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, like, um, like we were talking a while back about 80s music. And I, I was like there's so much to the 80s that going through it i really didn't like the 80s at the time i was like this really sucks you know i don't know why at that time i was a kid but i didn't enjoy the 80s like people say oh it must have been the greatest times and i'm like not really you know but if you look back at the music in some of the goofiest movies it was a great time. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I look finally on the eighties. Those were those were like great. I love it. You know, I'm I'm older than you though. You know, a little bit. Oh, uh, you you can't be that much older. I'm forty six. So. Oh yeah, I'm not that much. I'm forty eight. I'll see, we're right there. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, like what I was telling you about. I think I remember this movie. Oh yeah, My Science Project. Yeah. And and I was looking at now. You know, you look at the movies now, and how many hokey movies. You really see i mean everything is totally s- scripted to be either a sequel a prequel or whatever like a repeat but there's no like for example weird science right just one movie there's no bad there's no follow-up uh ferris bueller's day off you know i mean y- there's no follow-up it's just there it's it and it was like I, looking back at the 80s that was the time I feel of good comedy you know and and good heartfelt music I mean because I notice the songs now it's like they'll say a couple lines then have the same chorus over and over and over and over again and then when you look at back in the 80s they had ballads and it was like telling like a story oh absolutely they had uh, certain bands they would write uh, write a song just for the movie you know you're right right. yeah changed and yeah so 
if you could take back anything from the 80s that you love the most what would it be would it be the music would it be movies would it be something things you were doing man i just i was young i felt yeah i don't know there's so many things that i i loved about it uh i look back and finally i graduated in 1989 and um, i was supposed to graduate in 88 but i i got held back in uh in uh, second grade oh okay yeah. and so it was supposed to be 88 but um yeah i don't know i i loved everything about it you know maybe not all like the the bright colors i don't really think i missed that because i'm glad those haven't really came back <laughs> <laughs> the fluorescent yeah hey we don't have to see but i don't know if you notice in your part of the world but uh women are wearing those uh, gym tights or whatever they call them leggings leggings yeah and i'm just like those are just the modern spandex yeah. man yeah just put the fluorescent stripe down the middle and there you go it's just like that i had a pair of you spandex know. pants running pants nike spandex running pants actually <laughs> yeah i remember that stuff i did i trained in them when it got cold yeah they came in handy because i remember my coach he used to get me up at 4 30 in the morning Come on, Brahas, it's time to do this, you know, da da da. We gotta go run. And I'm like, do you realize what time it is? And it it the same thing, and my mom would love it because she'd come over, they'd have coffee, and then within 10 minutes, 20 minutes of him being there, he'd be knocking on my door. All right, Brahas, time to wake up. I'm like, why is my coach waking me up so early? Why is my coach at my house and anyone else's? But I guess I was his uh labor of love in in trying to mold me into becoming like this great athlete that he wanted and i was just like okay all right i'll just do it get up but then i would kind of like it like once i start running you know i could see the value right and you know and that's why i also feel indebted to him because i also believe that paying it forward and, and i put work into people also you know, it's not just giving advice, but interacting with people, you know, and um, matter of fact, lately, um, I've been working on um, some cannabis rights organizations, and I've been working with them in their legal work, because there's not a whole lot of real legal support. I mean, people want cannabis to be legal in all 50 states, but to get it to that point it's going to take a lot of community and people involvement and that's something i kind of been involved with lately and i've been kind of keeping a low key about but you know what I, I don't really have anything to worry about <laughs> well you do so, you do have some law background because you did go to law school right yes i did and um um it's one of those things where it's just like you me as a professional i can apply my skills to that particular area and um and it's well used and it's all for free right you know i'm not doing i'm not getting paid for that so um you know but you i you were just saying a little while ago that you play video games now are you Still a, a gamer yeah yeah i play games once in a while. i've been only <laughs> i've been stuck on one particular game i've been stuck on what is it called um it's like formula one racing 2015 went to gamestop bought it for five bucks and I just been imagining like what it would be like to be a Formula One driver 
<laughs> I just saw. Did you, you know. see that? Speaking of Formula One, there was a Formula One crash the other day with a uh, young girl. She was only 17 years old. She was a German girl driving a Formula One car. I believe it was in. I want. Was it a Formula One yeah. car or was it a? Huh. Yeah, it was. I thought it was something else. No, it was in but J- I could be wrong. In Japan or Japan, I believe. And she flew into yeah. the wall. She was 17 years old. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, she lived. She lived. She those look like street cars. No, I believe it was Formula One. Hmm. But yeah, I saw the crash. I saw like, well, she launched in the air, hit yeah, the wall, and you see the car kind of like bow in the middle a little bit and then fall down. Yeah, she broke her back. I was like, broke her back and some other bones, but she lived. And you look at that and it's like, I looked at my wife and I was like, that's technology. That's well luck because she didn't hit the, the concrete barrier, but technology the way those seats are made there's they mold them right to the driver and everything is just mm-hmm. precisionly made and you know things like with Dale Earnhardt those things are days of the past oh yeah you know? and so the technology's come so far in our age you, you and I we've seen a lot because we can remember riding in the back of uh station wagons with no you know seat belts and rear facing <laughs> I can I can remember riding in the back of pickup trucks out here. Out here in California, they made it illegal to do yeah. that, I, and they basically here. Just, but you have to be over a certain age. I think you have to be over sixteen here, and you still can ride in the back of a pickup. I could be wrong. I don't know for sure, but I think that you can here in upstate New York still ride as long as you're over sixteen. Yeah, out here, they don't allow it at all unless you have some kind of seatbelt yeah. seat thing in the back, which is kind of, you know, it sucks because I remember as a kid, my, my friend's dad would be like, oh, we're all going to go to football practice. There'd be like seven or eight of us sitting in the back of the truck, like, you know, only going a couple miles, oh, yeah. but it was still, it'd be kind of fun. You know, it's like, thank God I don't have to walk two miles to get home. We would load and up. carry my, yeah, we do the same thing, load up, but just take the whole, uh, little league team in, in baseball season and, uh, play little league and load up as soon as you, if you won, you'd all back pack in the, into your dad's truck or your buddy's father's truck. And then you go to the local ice cream place. And as you're fighting, yeah. you're yelling, we're number one, we're number one through town. You know what I mean? And everybody's mm-hmm. beeping their horn and you feel like, you know, but my town was, holy cow. Uh, right now, the city I live in is only 18,000, but the town I grew up in is maybe 4,000. Oh, wow. And that's really is a small town. See, I grew up uh, in a town called Manteca, California. And at the time I was a kid, it was max 30,000. But I lived out in the country. Like I lived where I lived there was a bunch of almond there's almond orchards all over oh, okay and it in the central valley um of california if you uh, basically to give you a picture of where i'm at is you start in san francisco and go directly east about 80 miles and you're in the central valley okay so and it's kind of it's flat it doesn't we don't get snow here the coldest it ever gets is maybe 22 degrees ever you know um even our winter we can get up to 65 70 degrees during our winters but we have what they call tule fog and the fog looks like so thick did you ever see that that 80s movie the yeah, fog of course. okay it gets that thick <laughs> 
and it'd be spooky yeah. because like sometimes i i drive out in it even when i have to drive to fresno and uh it, it'd be that thick i mean you're really driving slow and then you have just out of nowhere cars flying by you and you're like okay i don't want to be fog part two okay i don't want to be dying and be you know this evil spirit in the fog taking people away or something you yeah. know so it's definitely it, it has its perks but then when it gets hot i think the max i've ever experienced here is 115 degrees so it can be like the desert yeah yeah that, you know I you know can't. and right now right now we have the unhealthy air rating because of the fires um in northern california the smoke is still making our air hazardous matter of fact my kids school they cancel it for the rest of the week so they got a week yeah so they don't want you working out outside i want you doing nothing and people don't realize how fast those fires were i mean when i was watching the news on i think it was friday or was it thursday when they first started out it didn't seem like it was that serious but that wind made it seem like a blowtorch and the sad thing right now is like in paradise california where it's hitting the worst um there's people that didn't even get a chance to get out and they can't even find them so they have search teams trying to identify people and the rain's coming in and they're afraid that 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 rain and mud is going to wash away all ashes and remains away so there's like a thousand plus people that are missing right now in those areas and there that's one of the i guess the pills about what's going on with the fires but yeah so um but definitely i mean you know that patrick is like it's always a pleasure, yes, it was to, a pleasure. To, to talk to you you know finally catch up with you and uh definitely we have i i feel we could i have a good connection with you and i would definitely love to do another episode with you sometime in the near future kind of uh, for those of you listening out there, um, Patrick it, um, from We Live on a Planet is one of the greater personalities that you can find on Anchor or you can find on Apple Podcasts, you can find on Spotify, Radio Public, Spreaker, and so many other platforms. And, you know, Patrick is one of those people that just, he's not hes not trying to be a big shot, an entrepreneur on the radio waves. He's just He's just a normal guy facing normal things and making light out of the best out of each day. And um, I like his, you know, his quote, uh, stay curious. So uh, thank you all for listening. Um, again, you can find Patrick again on We Love on a Planet. You know, look on anchor.fm or you can find him on Spotify or Apple Podcasts is the most easiest ways that I've found him. So thanks a lot, thanks Patrick. Again, we'll talk to you later, Take okay? Care. All right. Bye. Jason, it's Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. Hello, my friend. I'm so excited to hear this conversation. You and Patrick, two of my favorite guys on the platform for sure. On the same call. I love it. And you know what? I was just hearing Patrick and you talk about what other people think of you. Yes, that is where all the problems start, right? As little kids, we don't care. And then as we grow up, we learn competition. We learn comparison. And yeah, hmm. great conversation. Thanks so much for doing that. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Jason, it's Maria again. I keep saying my name because it doesn't say it on the message when you publish it. And that is what my question is about right here, right now. I just heard a message in. I think it was from Z. Is he still on the platform? Was that his voice? Did he say Z? Call me back. Let me know if you know what the name of his show is. I can't even find him because it doesn't say and he hasn't been out here for months and months. (laughs) So I was just curious. Was that really Z? And can you please tell me, Jason, what the name of Z's show is? Because it doesn't say here on the message that you published. Ah, this anchor. They're making it even more difficult to find other people out here. It's okay. I will persevere. And so are you. And Patrick, there is such a great core of great people out here. I love it. Bye. Z station is called Integrity Integrity Radio. And yeah, I that's he I've been in contact with him for the longest time and uh he makes a lot of music on his station. Jason, oh my god. People have been telling me for months that they are not able to listen to shows on the anchor platform because it keeps crashing on them. It keeps spinning and spinning and nothing happens. And I have to say, I haven't been having that problem until now. It will not let me listen to your show. I was able to listen to it earlier. And I see that you published calls that I made to you. And I see that you responded to my calls. But it keeps spinning and spinning. It won't let me listen. So that's my little rant. But I also want to just give a huge shout out of appreciation to anyone who takes the time to message into any content creator out here on the anchor platform because it is a pain to do it thank you thank you thank you thank you let's make this thing rock